Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's been two weeks, but we're back down here in Porchville. What's happening, Matthew? How you doing? Man, I'm doing great. Heard you got sunburned. Oh, I got super sunburned. You know this is Florida, bro. Yeah. I've told you, sunscreen, you're supposed to carry it. You're from Wisconsin. Dude, it was SPF 50, Wisconsin. and I still look like apple. Like I, I look like an apple. You should have doubled up. You know they I actually, did double up. No, I mean, you should have gotten the SPF 100. Do they actually make that? You should have just worn a sheet I, or a blanket. Just not going to the beach. Yeah, that, that's probably better. Yeah, that, that probably would have <laughs> solved all my problems. So we're back for episode 42 with, uh, <laughs> see? I, Lenford. I, I, damn it, right off. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the founders of the Alachua Chronicle, Jennifer Cabrera and Len Cabrera. Probably should have done a Lynn and Jennifer Cabrera or something. How y'all doing today? We're doing great. Welcome to Porchville. Thank you guys very much for coming. Um, I met you at Springs County event back on July 4th. And uh, Tim Martin, he pointed me in your direction, said, that lady started a newspaper. You should go talk to her. I said, you're right, because I don't know anybody else that has started a paper. So, Alachua Chronicle. People can go to WalachuaChronicle.com, check it out, or Facebook and all that stuff. What, what? Where did this idea come from? So we were at a point in our lives where we are having to make some decisions about what to do when we grew up. Yeah. Um, I'd worked for my dad's business for almost all my adult life, mm-hmm. and he retired. And I had to figure out what to do with myself. And every morning when I read the Gainesville Sun, I would start yelling at it. Yeah. Because... They have a narrative to push, and it's very annoying. And even when the articles aren't terrible, which they often are, but even when they aren't, the headline will blare something that often contradicts the article itself. If it's, and if it's spelled correctly, too. I know that a lot yes. happens. <laughs> so I said, I can do this better than they can by myself. Yeah. They have, I don't know, I don't even know how many reporters they have, five or I don't know. Not That's it. I mean, they got it, a whole building down there on uh, they do. 13th somewhere. And, and they, it's most of it's mothballed. But uh, <laughs> I mean, seriously, the, the New York Times used to rent part of it, but they don't anymore. I don't, they're completely outshrunk that building. Oh, yeah. But anyway, I decided I could do a better job. And I think that the my primary purpose even now, but it's started out is we need better coverage of city and county commission meetings because mm-hmm. people need to know what's going on. Locally. Locally Local, is where it starts. 100% look, and that's why I named it Alachua Chronicle. Yeah. I completely focus on Alachua County. Yeah, I like that. And, 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 and that's the point of it is to stay here, stay local, and, and, and give the best possible comprehensive coverage of what's going on right here in our backyard. Right. I mean, there, I that. figure everybody has their own sources for national news. Like you can go on Facebook or Twitter or look up your favorite website or whatever. There's decent sources for state news. Yeah. But all we got for local is the Gainesville Sun. Yeah. And it's and it's usually pretty terrible. It's terrible. So you said, I'm going to just I'm going to do it my, myself. Yeah. And did it. I, I just did what, it. How, did, how do you go? How does one start? So it's not actually newspaper? it's not actually a newspaper in that there's no paper. Involved. We don't kill trees like the game. Well, but stuff. I mean, hey, who's who's reading paper anymore nowadays? Anyway, no. you know, I I've been reading more books lately in the past 
three months since I discovered Audible. Apparently, I'm a little behind on that. I've had an Audible subscription since 2001. Really? If you want to know how far behind you are. Jesus. <laughs> you you got to get... Do, do you maintain the original rates on that? Because that'd be fantastic. Yeah, you get grandfathered into like the $2 a month. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what they charge now, but... I've been reading more that way, though, just because I'm listening to it's it fantastic. and all that sort of stuff. Um, I mean, I'm, whoa, I'm, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm reading. Like, that doesn't count as reading. No, it does. Of course it, it does. does. I'm, I'm, a, I'm attaining knowledge, all this wonderful knowledge that I had not really bothered with for so long because I just didn't have the time to sit down and read a thousand page book or something. But I mean, on, on topics I'm fascinated by and uh, I'm actually listening to the uh, a book called Chaos, I think it is. It's about CIA and uh, Charles Manson and all this stuff, really crazy stuff. So um, I recommend it, though. But, um, but yeah, so that's where people are getting their information from nowadays, by and large, anyway. So I don't think it matters that you're not actually running print every day. But So we built a website. Yeah. It's not hard to do. It's just WordPress, right? right. And then we just started writing. Yeah. I mean, I just... I, I run press releases and I cover city and county commission meetings and that's most of what I do yeah. until COVID. And what happened with that? So I started realized early on that people needed a, a trusted source for, for local COVID data. And so I started yeah. keeping all my own data, which means I have you know, a spreadsheet that goes back all the way to March and I can compare anything. And as time went on, it be, so for example, my thing lately, is that every day you see headlines screaming out, particularly last week it was bad, Florida reports 273 deaths today, mm -hmm. record deaths. Yeah. And I started, I said, that's not, those didn't happen yesterday. If you think about it, that's not even possible. It takes a while for death certificates to get make their way through the system. They typically only know about maybe 10 at most yesterday. Mm -hmm. And with some help, I found the link where Florida keeps that data. Except that they only show today. So that for so right. today they show the number of deaths on every date mm -hmm. since March. And then tomorrow it will change. Okay. So I started copying it down every day and then tracking how many they add to each day. Right. And I publish a chart of the totals and of how many were added each day. There's little stacked bars. And what you find out is that those 273 deaths in one one time last week it was spread over 45 different days it's not that scary when you look at it that way wow so a lot of what i'm doing is putting data in context but it's extremely time consuming yeah and it's so i've cut back on some of that i used to do a lot more public records requests and really digging into documents and i've done less of that mm -hmm. since covid so what is what does this entail I mean, now that you're you're trying to get the word out there the Lachua chronicle exists what, what does that entail? What are you guys doing? How are you doing that? That's the part we're not very good at. Uh -huh. we're, I'm, like, I, I, I'm a detail person. I'm a get into depth and things person. We're neither right. of us are salespeople. Yeah. So that's really where we're struggling. And um, we are, we've been very fortunate that during the election season, a lot of politicians saw us as a good place to advertise. Mm -hmm. But now that the primaries are over, we're definitely looking for advertisers. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we have car magnets, which people can contact us if they want one. We do Facebook advertising. That's really the main, I mean, almost all of my readers come from Facebook. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's really two ways you can access Electro Chronicle. You can go to electrochronicle.com. And if you want to get your daily newspaper, 
you can put your email address in the box and then every morning you get an email with all of yesterday's stories or you can follow us on Facebook or like us on Facebook and then it just shows up in your feed but anyway so advertising on Facebook is really the main thing I've done that's awesome I mean that's probably the most beneficial way I found I and mean, that's that's pretty much all we do you know word of mouth and Facebook and stuff like that um, it's that's how things are done nowadays you know everything's online so it just makes sense uh, Len, how do you fit into this uh, puzzle? I do what she tells me. Oh well, that, then there you go. That's how you're supposed to do it, man. That's <laughs> that's how we all survive. I had been doing a monthly column for the Gainesville Sun, right? And it, it was a little frustrating after a while because it's like it was a very rigid 700 words, yeah. and it's like I would just spout something, and it would be 800 words. Yeah. And then by the time you cut that 100 words out, it doesn't say what it originally said. Right. And, like, uh, this is just stifling. So now when I write stuff for her, I, I don't know, I think I had one that was, like, 1,600 words the other day. He just writes whatever he wants to write. I don't have any length limitations. Yeah. I mean, why not? Might as well. Anyway, he crunches a lot of data for me. I do the data. I do some of the, some research sometimes. Uh-huh. Mostly I do the opinion pieces. Yeah. And when the Gaines, when Gainesville Sun was bought by Gannett or merged or however that business deal worked they stopped running mugshots yeah i had a theory about that was it just because they were bought because it was right about the same time that all the all the the rioting popped off and all that stuff and my theory was oh maybe they've pulled this down so you can't see who the uh people being arrested for for these different you know well, it was a combination of stuff things. like that charges. Are. I, I have a better story, and it's because one of my hobbies is starting conspiracy theories. Oh, brother, you are in the right place. Uh, I figured I was. Let so me call David Boro. That's what we need to call our that's man. exactly what I thought. Conspiracy theory expert David Boro. We got to get Boro. <laughs> I go the other way We're around. We're going to do that at one time. We'll do that sometime. I, I go the other way on the mugshots thing. Lay they claim that they want to take it down because it reinforces negative stereotypes. I'm like, how is it a stereotype? You are publishing what yeah. actually happened. It's a freaking fact. It's just truth. There's no, it's not skewed. It's just, hey, look, here's some truth. They're yeah. D- so my theory on it is they don't want it published anymore so that they can just start locking up people who don't wear masks and oh. then you don't know about it. What What happened to truth, guys? There you go. What happened to truth? I, I will say. There's reality. I will say, just to push back. That was a joke. I know, I know. <laughs> it, the George Floyd and all of that happened at around the same time yeah. as District 8, our local judicial circuit, uh-huh. changed the API that the Gainesville Sun was using to get its mug shots. Gotcha. They would have had to invest time. Okay, I got, I got to ask a question. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry to interject. Yeah. What is API? Advanced programming interface, is that right? I, 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 that's why I'm asking you. <laughs> oh, you don't know? I, you're the network <laughs> no. guy. So it's a, it's, a, um, it's a convention or a protocol for accessing something on somebody else's website. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's, it, what it says is send this command with these parameters, and we send back what you want. Gotcha. So Gainesville Sun had the code that they just ran on the District 8 website, or Eighth Circuit, I guess it was. I'm District Eight because I'm thinking medical exam, but Circuit Eighth Circuit. Yeah. Um, they just ran it on their website all the time. Application programming interface, and there back back Nailed came <laughs> back came the pictures. Okay. Right. And then it changed, and they would have had to hire somebody to write 
new code. And at that time, all of this happened and it became politically incorrect to publish mugshots. And so Gannett actually put up, I think it's a company-wide policy anyway at Gannett Mm -hmm. because of the, what did you call it? Reinforcing stereotypes. Reinforcing stereotypes. And so I think that just all kind of happened within a week or two of each other. And and then, of course, the Gainesville City Commission got involved Uh, and wanted to... They wrote a letter to the Gainesville Sun encouraging them to not start again mm. publishing mugshots. And I don't know, there's, Alligator did a story on it last week and they quoted us because, w- you know, we're, we're the only ones publishing mugshots now. But, but yeah. my readers reached out to me and they said, please, can you pick up this? And it turns out to not be easy because I haven't taken the time to figure out mm-hmm. how to get them in it with any kind of automatic. I'm sure there's a way. I've just swamped myself. I can tell you, it's it it it. If you are running it, it's going to draw traffic towards your site. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, that's what, those are always some of my biggest stories every day. Three or four guys in my office that that looked at Alachua mugshots Gainesville every mugshots or Gainesville mm-hmm. mugshots every day. Yep, like they just know oh, what's going on. Yeah. You know, lunch. That's how they pick up their dates? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, some of them you never know. Yeah, no, it gets it gets good views every day. Yeah. Um, so I literally go three or four times a day to the jail site and just mm-hmm. download them. Wow. And then every morning he puts it, he takes it with, so the, the jail actually sends out a jail booking log to all the media in town. Everybody gets that. He takes that, he matches it up with the mug shots, he puts out an article. So that's one of his jobs every morning. It's a great um. cheery way to start your day. <laughs> it really <laughs> yeah. is. It really starts your day. What what has the criminal element been up to all evening? But we can tell you, talk about stereotypes, we can tell you what the most common... Don't let your kid tattoo their face. Or their neck. Oh, God. The most common thing, the, mo- the thing that more these people have in common than anything else is neck tattoos. Really? Mm-hmm. Neck tattoos. A sister had a neck tattoo. Nick, I swear to God, if any of your kids get neck tattoos, <laughs> I'm coming after you. I don't think it's gonna happen. Not anytime soon. If my dogs get neck tattoos, oh, I hope yeah. you come after me. You got a whole other problem. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do my dogs actually know how to get neck tattoos? So, <laughs> so how they'd have to be 18 too. So. That's well, that's gonna dog be ears, They got it. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> how is the uh how has the the uh views been so far? I mean, how's the response been? I think we're doing really well. The the I mean, if you look at our views, the curve just yeah. goes up every month and we're up to about 5,000 views a day. That's excellent. Yeah. That's excellent. Are we hard? well, our average is higher because we have a few days here and there that it goes through the roof for for some reason or another. Like based on different articles or stuff like that. That makes sense. I mean, when we did uh when we had Tim on the show for the Springs County show, it was our biggest episode to well, date. He'll promote it. He's yeah. got a lot of relatives. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got a lot of friends. Is is based on that that uh, the July Fourth event that was pretty pretty successful. So, and you guys had a ton of people over there talking about what you're doing and everything. So, that's got to help, you know. Um, what, what what when I was asking about about truth though, like what has happened to truth? I mean. You guys got into doing this to get the message out there of what's really going on in the world, in, in our local world, our local backyard here. What are we missing by by not having the Alachua Chronicle? Like, what, what were we missing before? The way I put it is that if you look at, for example, the Gainesville Sun's coverage of a city commission meeting, 
Mm. What they write is true. Mm-hmm. But it will be completely different from what I write. How so? So, for example, this commission meeting they had, to, I don't even remember what the Gainesville Sun wrote about uh, yesterday. I think they wrote about accessory dwelling units or something. The short know. version is that the Gainesville Sun will say what the commission wants you to hear. Yeah. Well, they'll kind of applaud them. She writes what they actually said. Right. So, for example, the Gainesville Sun wrote about um, how they're closing down. It might have been the Algar. I forget. It's swimming together. But they clo- about how they're closing down a new camp that has popped up outside Grace Marketplace. Now, remember. This is like a new homeless camp. Yes. Okay. Now, they closed down. Dig- they told us they were closing down Dignity Village. We were out there in March. They told us they were within a week what, of closing down Dignity What was Dignity, Dignity Village exactly? I'm not so, it's a camp outside the fence of Grace Marketplace for people who okay. didn't want to come in and follow the rules. But now, and this was just created by people. This wasn't like a, uh, a sanctioned sort of thing. It okay. was just purely random, organic. Not hurting anybody, just out there doing yeah, their Yeah, but thing. there was a lot of violence oh. and a lot of drugs. And mm. drugs and alcohol can lead to violence. And so there was a lot of stuff going on If there. they're done right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, they, they, they tried to bring them back in. That's not true. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> they tried to bring them back in and more popped up. So right. now they're trying to clean that camp out. Gotcha. They've got 25 people camping outside the fence again. So anyway, the, the Gainesville Sun talked about that. Yeah. Um, I talked more about commissioners trying to get UF to cancel football. And if they can't cancel football, they want to close restaurants during football games. Yeah. Because heaven forbid people enjoy football games. Now I saw I saw an article that you wrote right before. A, a friend of mine actually shared it on Facebook. That's how I found it. And uh, I, I saved it here. So it's just, of course, when I say I saved it, then I go to open it up and it's like, oh, I can't find it. Um, it was it was about the restaurants. I got it right here. City Commission proposes closing restaurants during football games. Now, are we talking all the restaurants? Are we talking downtown, midtown? They talked about how they would draw that line. Yeah. How they would, so they talked about maybe midtown, you know, kind of close to campus. But then they said, well... You know, we have to really think about how to set these boundaries because we can't have people just going across the street to Celebration Point in the county and then coming back with the virus. Plus, it would have to go through the equity subcommittee to make sure you're spreading the virus equally that around the city. Yeah, we definitely want to make sure that happens. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> that's why you should be reading. <laughs> the you would know Chronicles. all about equity <laughs> if you read the game. Well, that's why you should be on the city commission, because uh, you have no idea what the hell's going on. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm a taxpayer in Gainesville still, so you know, I'm not thrilled about it. Uh, my my taxes, all that. They're stuff. the only ones. The, they're the only local taxing authority that did not reduce taxes this year. Really. Alachua County, Alachua County went with their rollback rate, which if you don't know what that is, that just means that they decreased the rate so that with increased property values, they would get the same amount of money. So they don't lose any money, but you pay, and you pay the same. Of course. But if they had kept the rate the same, you'd pay more. Uh. Okay, so they didn't. Gainesville, Sun, I mean, sorry, City of Gainesville kept the amount the same as last year, meaning you will pay more. Great. Yeah, Why am I not surprised? Congratulations, Nick. And Thank the, you. And the fire assessment. And the fire assessment. That well, that, that, that'll stay exactly the same, so you won't pay GRU. more. So GRU always goes up. I worked in restaurants as a kid right there in Midtown, across from Ben Hill Griffith Stadium. Go Gators! Um, and 
anybody that worked at a restaurant in there can tell you, you make your year during those game days. You live and die by those Saturdays. You know, exactly if, if, right. if there's a, I mean, a couple years ago, I think the opening day game got rained out and it was a disaster for local restaurants. So now they want to close restaurants for all the game days. Yeah. What? They're, they're how does that compute? How do they how do they get to decide like, oh, we're just going to basically run you out of business because that's what's going to happen. They're keeping us safe. Oh, man. I, I, I think I'd rather take my chances personally. You know, you're not allowed to do that anymore. I know. You're not going to be able to say go Gators anymore either because they're going to interpret that as go somewhere else, <sighs> which is kind of. You're right. <laughs> You're right, and it makes me sad. But At some point, the whole campus will move down to Marion County. Yeah, probably. Or you could also just say, go to my funeral. Yeah, but probably not. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't died yet, so. Yeah, I mean, I I think there's, I don't get me wrong, I, th- I, I, I think that we have a, a real disease or virus going on in the world. Um but at this point, I'm just I, I'm ready for whatever. I, 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 I don't told, even care. I told my family in late March, pretty early on. I'm like, I apologize to you in advance if I'm one of the people that has a bad reaction to this and I die. Yeah. But I can't live like this. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? We, you, you, we can't stay like this forever. You no. can't stay closed up and inside. I mean, we did a few weeks where we were remote and we had, you know, we did Zoom calls for shows and stuff like that. Um, and they were fun. They were fine, you know, but there's nothing like getting together, sitting here, talking around the table, you know, looking people in the eye and having real conversations, right. um, which is why we started this show in the first place to do that very thing. So to not do that, it just doesn't make sense. I, there's I, I can't do that forever. So I'm let's talk about let's talk about time. that for a minute. Harvey Ward said yesterday that, you know, he's very sorry that so many people are unemployed, but. 31 people have died. Let's talk let's talk <laughs> about that. So uh, we looked, we pulled public request the medical examiner spreadsheet of local covid deaths. Mm-hmm. We have a whole article on it on the site. If you're interested, you should definitely go look. The people who are dying in Gainesville are very sick people. Yeah. They're old? Yeah. There are a few that are young, but the the youngest one, 50-year-old I've been told by a doctor who read the description that that was an acute hypertensive crisis. He did not die of COVID. He had a positive COVID test. Right. This is what we're seeing. We're seeing people die. Two of them are listed as accidents as the primary cause, but they had a positive COVID test. Yeah. So they're they're COVID tests. This is how we code things. We're coding anyone with a positive COVID test as a death. And I think there's been something a lot a lot talked about on that point because hospitals are going well look we're 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 we have this opportunity to get extra money if we say this or that or you know covid death and so they're doing it because why not you know because everybody else is doing it is 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 what i've heard there's that's an that's an element of it for yeah. sure but understand the hospitals do not have to put covid as the primary cause of death they don't even right. have to put it on the death certificate as long i mean if they even treat them for it they still get the money yeah so it's at the death certification level that this is happening that nobody that people aren't looking at this critically and saying was mm. this really COVID or not and the reason is political 
The reason is that very early on, all the reporters went after Trump and DeSantis and everybody else. But this really came down from the national, the federal level yeah. of your undercounting. Don't undercount. So Dr. Burks went out and she said, look, anybody that has a COVID test, we're counting them as a COVID test so that nobody can accuse us of undercounting. Yeah. And what we've, what's happened is we're probably at least double counting. Yeah. So uh, none of these numbers, the, the 31 people that died are tragedies. Of course. But they were people at the end of their lives. Sure. Um, which is why I don't think we're going to see a huge excess deaths by the end of the year because um, I think most of the people that are dying would have died this year anyway. Mm. There are always exceptions. I don't want anybody to think I'm saying it's a hoax or anything else. There are always people that have the bad reaction, that have the cytokine storm, whatever it is. It's fairly rare. But we can't can't just shut everything off because people, because there's, you know, 31 people here that, that are, that have died. Not only can't we, it's it's immoral to do that. Yeah. We are seeing, I, I listen to a police scanner, I hear suicide attempts almost every day. Yeah. We are losing more people. It. It's more and more, we're getting evidence that we're losing more people to suicides, overdoses, um, heart attacks that people don't want to go to the hospital for, cancers yeah. that aren't getting screenings in time. All of those are going to dwarf the actual COVID deaths. Yeah. You want to read some of these? Uh, Lay well, it on me, Lynn. What do you got? Well, of the, the 31, well, we actually had 39. That was the other interesting. It doesn't match. The, yeah, the, and the this is kind of my little pet peeve. I was an analyst in the Air Force, and it drove me nuts that we would have data systems that we actually maintained ourselves. And it was my job to go digging around and report stuff back to some general who wanted to do something and wanted me to justify their answer. And I'm looking at the data thinking, this is crap. But okay, I can say whatever you want because the data just isn't there. I don't want to get into too many of those stories, but I mean, I actually sure. watched an airplane fly from a certain place to another place, and on, according to all of our data systems, it was an empty airplane that flew there and back with nothing on it. And then when I called around, I like asked the the pilots who were supposed to be tracking it. Oh yeah, it did what it was supposed to do. Look, it went here, here, here. He gave me all the flight times. I said, the air, it's a cargo plane. Its mission is not to log flying hours. Its mission is to move cargo. What did it move? I don't know. I actually <sighs> had to call the the port the airport where it was supposed to offload and they told me oh yeah it was carrying a 70 ton crane but they didn't have the proper equipment to offload it and i'm like what the you gotta be freaking kidding me <laughs> so this plane flew there and back with a set because they didn't want to stay there because they make it shot at so they flew back 70 ton crane back and forth but in our data system it looked like an empty plane flew there and back i'm like that's got to be uh that's, gonna, so that's, that's the kind of stuff i'm used fuel. to and now we're working with data systems between the states so you got the florida department of health that's kind of compiling all these covid statistics from all the different county reports and they're putting it together, and you just see these inconsistencies from day to day. Same thing with the uh, the jail booking log. Where well, and that's yeah. sort of what I've said from, from, I mean, from when we started doing this all the way back at the beginning of this whole thing was uh, people just want to know what the hell's going on. They just want clean, clear facts. They want to know what the, what the deal is, what we're facing, what the risks are. Do I need to stay inside because... If you're going to tell me I got to stay inside, then I'll stay inside. If I don't got to stay inside, then cool. Let's let's just go. Let's just keep on living. You know, they just want to know what the hell to do. They just want to be told yes, no, right, wrong. They, it, it's the back and forth that's been driving everybody nuts. I mean, two months ago, it was a basket case. I'm not going to lie. It was just the, I'm a, I'm a family man, wife, two kids, you know, all that good stuff. And... 
I mean, if you listen to what the hell's going on in the news every day, it, it, there's so much indecision. And, and it got to a point for me where I had to turn it off. You know, I had to get yep. off the social media and everything because it was just, yep. it was toxic, you know, and, and nothing was nothing was doing it. And there was no, like, calming that at all. It was just constant, you know, misinformation from all these different angles, all different directions. All, God. all calculated. Yeah. To make you panic. That's what I'm feeling. Yeah. That's what I've been yeah. saying. That's well, a really good way to. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. Because like I actually stopped listening to some of my favorite entertainment shows because that's what it really ended up coming down to was just like it's a calculated way to make you panic and to make you like think that things are really 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 a lot lot worse than what they are. But I mean, I do still no I. I, I put on my mask and, you know, I keep my distance and stuff like that. I, I take my precautions. But there's there's some people out there that are just like, no, the only way to fix things is for everybody to stay at home 24-7, never leave their house. It just postpones it. That's all that yeah. does. Yeah. And, and let me tell you, the longer, if we had let the students stay, I firmly believe this. And there are a lot of scientists and epidemiologists that believe this. If we had left the students here in March, let it just spread through the student population until we developed herd immunity in Gainesville, we would have been done with this by May. Yep. But the longer we postpone things by keeping everything shut down, telling everybody to stay at home, our biggest challenge is keeping it out of nursing homes because that's yeah. where it's going to be the most deadly. It's not going to be deadly to college students. Yeah. Very, very rare for a college student to have a healthy college student to have a bad reaction. So we have to keep it out of nursing homes. The longer we spread this out, the more it gets into nursing homes. Yeah. We are killing old. I get accused every single day of killing old people because yeah. I'm trivializing it. You got a lot of that going on, oh, on, yeah. on Facebook and stuff. More, more on Twitter. But You're not yeah. supposed to read the comments. Oh, my gosh. Don't read them. <laughs> Don't do it. So I get, anyway, because if, you, if, you may, if you're not pushing panic, then people might get complacent. Yeah. And then grandma will die. Which is what the masks do make them complacent yeah right so i wear the gator mask which apparently <laughs> duke says you're not supposed to is 110 percent more likely to <laughs> spread the disease I don't, I, <laughs> probably so I, I don't understand how it's they're pre-coded it's actually the more likely to spread the disease yeah, but we, we don't wear masks that's what i wear and that's all i wear you know we don't you don't wear them at all now if you got to go into the store does anybody give you a hard time or anything not really yet no. if they do we don't go back yeah, yeah. exactly we only go to restaurants that um, that don't make you do the. Think about how stupid the restaurant rule is. Wear yeah. it to your table yeah. and then take it off for an hour <laughs> while you eat and drink. <laughs> it Wear it for this six foot walk exactly. between the door and the table. Right. Yeah. That no. that does not make any sense to me. Also, CDC and Department of Health, everybody, a contact. That's a person you are likely to have gotten it from or to given it to. Yeah. Okay. Greater than fifteen minutes. Less than six feet. Yeah. Both of those. Both of those. Okay. okay. Less than six feet, greater than 15 minutes. When does that ever happen in a grocery store? It doesn't. Just those times when we all, you know, hug and, you know, hang For out. 15 and, minutes. You know, well, talk, yeah. Well, okay. In, in the old soup. days, <laughs> you know, well, pre, pre-COVID, <laughs> you would run into a neighbor. I'm going to have to say, like, usually when I walk into a grocery store, I want to make out with an old lady for 15 minutes. I've seen him do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So maybe not that. <laughs> that CDC rule, by the way, is regardless of whether they or not they are wearing a mask. Really. Yeah. But UF 
has decided that masks are magic because they don't define contacts the way CDC does. UF says if you're wearing a mask, you're not a contact. That lets them put everybody in the classroom ha- as long as they're wearing masks. And then if somebody gets sick, they don't have to test and isolate everybody else in the classroom because they're not a contact. Either they are or they're not. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, yeah. Personally, I don't believe it's a danger to sit in a contact in a, in a classroom with people. And I think if young people are getting it, that's actually good. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that we need to think about right now is how am I going to make out with that old lady if she's wearing a mask? <laughs> well, I do know, I do know that like Matt, Matt and I have talked a lot about this. Matt's father is 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 older, and he's he's been going through some health issues, and he's he's still is he still at the hospital or is he staying at the house now? I uh, he is currently back at the hospital. So he's back he's back at the hospital, yeah. but he's staying to himself you know when he's not at the hospital yep. and uh i think that for for the time being till we get this vaccine lined out like that's what people need to do people that are sick people that are high risk you know let's let's stay home let's figure out how to take care of those people get them paid get make sure that the rent's not you know some landlord isn't going to throw them out because he's worried about five months of rent or some crap like that let's just let's make it work you and know? as a society we have more resources to do that 100%. if everybody's out working. Yeah. Everybody yeah. that's healthy yeah. and young uh, out yep. doing their jobs, kids in school, you know, have everything working like it normally does. Now we have delivery resources available, supply chain resources available. Right yeah. now things are the stores are still empty at the grocery store. The, the level of panic is just amazing. This the the, the propaganda that's been pushed on it's yeah, the, the last column I wrote, I referenced a survey where they did a 1,000 people, and in the U.S., the average response on the percentage of the population that had died, the average was 9%. That Ooh. means several people thought it was even more than that. 9% would be about 30 million people. Wow. Yeah, that's insane. These people, it's like, I don't, I don't know how much CNN you have to watch to get that brainwashed. Yeah. The actual percent is something near 004 right. percent it's it's amazing and then if you look at the distribution they they think that it's much more deadly for young people especially with all this talk about you can't let the kids go back to school yeah that see that that's something that's sort of like i have a lot of friends who are teachers i got a lot of family who are teachers um you know i don't i i, I don't know i don't i don't know i i work in a in a chemical factory inhaling chemicals all day what do i know i got half a brain up here i don't know what I do That's know, been going on for a long time, Nick. <laughs> what I what I do. But he found know, out how to get paid for it. <laughs> yeah, right. What I what I do know is the uh, American Pediatrics Association. American Association of AAP or APA. Yeah, like one APS, of those. Something like that. The pediatrics doctors, mm-hmm. the powers that be, said, "Hey, we need to get kids back in school." Historically, they're a very conservative group. By conservative, I mean they're they're not just willing to throw out those recommendations willy-nilly, from what I understand. So all along, the narrative has been trust the experts, trust the doctors. Only the ones they want no. you to. Because but, anybody right. that they don't like gets pulled off of YouTube yeah. and gets, um, you know, smeared. Yeah, which, the, which, like, I understand that whole lady in the the... Demon, semen, all that stuff. Like I get the frontline doctors. Video. I get that was yeah. weird. Um, I don't know the story on all of them. I, I mean, they they 
I, I believe they were legitimate doctors. You know, um, I think that anybody who's a legitimate doctor probably gets a say in this. I mean, those guys they go to school forever. I mean, I I don't know. Here's Again, the thing I'm, about I'm, just about just one point about them. We're not supposed to listen to them about COVID because they're not qualified or whatever. But the next day, they went back to their hospitals, and they are licensed to treat patients. Right. It's one or the other, people. They're, they're licensed to save people's lives and, and make the decisions that are going to save people or not or whatever. I mean, that, so the fact that we, for whatever reason, can't hear their opinion, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Nope. And, but But it's, the whole thing has been, I guess, if you don't, go along with the WHO guidelines, then what you're saying is invalid. Well, and you're killing people. Yeah. Right. And that's all that's Facebook and Google's rules. Is that Yes, much they they use the deal? they use those recommendations to decide what's what's real and what's fake. In fact, our our article on the medical exam all it was was reviewing medical examiner reports. Mm -hmm. Purely factual article. Here's what the medical report said. It, Facebook put it behind a, a like a pop-up that said this article concerns COVID-19. You know, you can find facts about COVID-19 here or whatever. And then you had to select to continue before you could get to our article. It didn't say the article was not factual, but it just kind of implied it because normally you don't get a pop-up like that when you're right. on Facebook. I actually saw a picture and i don't know if this was going around for a couple weeks but i saw they they put one of those fact check shields up over a picture of jeffrey epstein it was just a picture of jeffrey epstein it was like hi i'm jeffrey epstein and this is a picture of me i yeah. bet you that this will get covered and it did i don't understand why something like that would get covered and what are we trying to hide here folks like it's, it's a massive campaign to set a narrative. Yeah. And the narrative is that we're all going to die if we don't trust the experts. And But only 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 their experts. Only their experts. Right. And I want to talk about schools for a minute because sure. we know. So one argument I saw in the Gainesville Sun this morning was some article, they not their own article, but some other one they published, mm -hmm. is that, oh, you know, we don't have very many deaths in in the U.S. for children. It's It's less than a normal flu year right now. So, and, and we know that COVID is less deadly for children than flu is. But we, somehow right. we get through flu season every year without freaking out, right? Crazy how that happens. Crazy how that happens. And we don't put on masks and we don't socially distance and we don't do all the crazy, insane things they're doing to children that I think will destroy their mental health because children are a formative age. I, and if you're doing 100%. this stuff to them, then this, this sets patterns for their lives. 100%. I actually have myself. Somebody has a mask fetish. <laughs> I yes. wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't You're grooming doubt it. these kids. I have. Uh, I kind of do myself. Uh, I have a couple kids. Too soon. All my friends. All my friends have kids. You know, all my friends that do have kids. You know, they're they're of school age and and uh, with once the schools got canceled, like they they had all told me like my my kid seems a little off after about oh, a month yeah. or so, and it's sort of we. we the more we looked at it, the more they looked at it and talked about it. It was like a depression, it you is. know? And so they had to get their kid out, like get them out doing something, get them active again, you know? Uh, uh, and uh, 
there was with my daughter. My daughter is very socially active. And, Extremely uh, my son, socially active. My son could stay in that room from now until the end of time and just be totally fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, But my daughter, if she doesn't have you know, somebody to interact with every 10 to 15 seconds, she goes insane. Right. And uh, When the quarantine started, I would come over here and I would walk in the door and I thought I was going to get attacked by a wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention. It's that bad. Yeah. It's that oh. bad. Got to get all her words out. For you got to have somebody to talk to. I was like, oh my God, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so well, you, you pull a kid out of their regular routine and the anxiety goes up just to begin with, but then you bombard yeah. them with all this terror that there's this invisible thing that's going to kill you. Right. And here we are five and a half weeks or more into this thing. Months. months. I just looked today, the Florida Department of Health data, so today's file, so it goes all the deaths through yesterday, less than 35 years old, a total across the entire state, a state of 21 plus million people, 103. 103 deaths. Up to 34 years years old. 34 years old. 34 years old. Right. Yeah, so between, I I think, if I remember, it goes from 0 to 4 then 5 to 14. So the 0 to 4 was 0, 5 to 14 was And I'd also be willing digits. to bet, though, because a lot of those that I've seen, when, They're oh, like 25-year-old man dies of COVID, or what do you also, uh, fucking, you know, freaking diabetes or something like that, like, there's other factors going on. There's there. almost so always other factors. That's right? been so a common thing I've noticed. So what this article said that I read this morning was, Oh, you know, that's just because we haven't really been testing children and children haven't been at school. That's the reason the numbers are low. Right. But we don't just have data from the U.S. We have data from all over the world. And Switzerland, Sweden, whatever, you you study the school stuff more than I have. But there are countries that have been back in school since April. Right. Including China, Wuhan, and their kids are back in school. Yeah. And and they're not doing masks. And, you know, they might be doing some social. They're not probably doing everything as normal. But there's been no outbreak. So everybody points to Israel where they did have. But nobody showed that the outbreaks in Israel were linked to schools there. These are communities that were having, you know, all their normal worship celebrations, all the things they normally do. There were plenty of chances to pass it around. It wasn't at all linked to schools. Hmm. The, there was a Georgia camp outbreak where, you know, so many kids. Uh, yeah, got, I saw right? that. that okay. was, everybody used that as They uh, established no direction of transmission on that. And right. most of the kids didn't have any symptoms at all. So I, I had a long conversation about a week ago with a friend who was, works in a school, was terrified to go back. Mm-hmm. And I just spent like two days on Facebook Messenger with her, just kind of talking her down from it. One thing we know, not only are children at almost zero risk from COVID. But there are studies showing that adults that have frequent contact with children are also protected because we know now, Fauci just discovered this last week, but we've known, those of us who pass papers around Twitter, that we there's a T-cell immunity to this mm-hmm. that's related to previous exposure to coronaviruses. And probably 50 to 60% of the population, if not more, has this T-cell immunity. That means, it doesn't mean you won't get it at all, but you'll get a mild case. Right. Teachers get exposed to everything. Right, no, but now coronaviruses have been around for... A common cold is a coronavirus. Okay. So if you get common co- if you get exposed to common colds all the time, you're probably in pretty good because shape. Because I, I, one time, I don't, I don't get sick, knock on wood. Uh. Knock on wood there. I don't generally get sick. 
you know, a little a little thing here or there, you know, a little cold, whatever, you know, that happens. <laughs> but I don't I don't really get in bed, you know, just deathly ill for a week kind of sick. Since I was 16, it happened to me one time. I mean, I thought I was dying. I went on vacation, went on a family vacation to Michigan and spent seven days in bed throwing up, just dying. Ever since, I've never gotten to that point. I don't I don't take a flu shot every month, none of that, I, and it never affects me. So I've always wondered, like, is because I got so sick way back then, could that Possible. could that be? I don't I don't know. I don't know how the hell it works. You yeah. know, that might actually be the same thing with me. Because when I was a kid, I had both bronchitis and the scarlet fever wow. at the same time. Jesus. Yeah. Well, how do you get so lucky? That's what I want to know. How am I so lucky to get bronchitis and scarlet well, fever you've at had, the same you time? Well, you had two cars stolen from the same building. You That's get true. scarlet fever, bronchitis at the same time. Well, that was when I was a kid. Well, but I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, you seems you know, lady luck is on your side. Yeah, she's totally on your side. <laughs> <laughs> seems like she's got a thing for you. She's jealous of that lady at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, she could be, yeah. So, Len, you... Uh, you're pretty knowledgeable about economics, from what I understand. I see you have a PhD in economics, and uh, I actually have a friend of mine. He's Facebook stalking you right now as we speak. <laughs> I am loving the. This is the side of the whole COVID thing that I love because yeah. as an economist, everyone likes to mouth off about my right. area of study as if they know more than me about it. So I love it because now all the epidemiologists out there <laughs> are walking around knowing what it feels like to be an economist. I have a very good friend of mine. He's best man at my wedding, played, you know, played in a band together for a, a little while way back when. Uh, he is also... Uh, Dude, Nick, I am not that educated. Uh, well, I know that. Um, he He's was also... talking about me. He also got a doctorate in me. economics at UF back in the early 2000s. Um and I've wanted to bring him on just for this type of what's going on right now, because what 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 is happening with our economy right now? Is is it as bad as we think it is? I mean, did uh, did 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 Donald Trump build us this beautiful economy? Was it was it given to us by Obama? Was it? I, I, these are all things I hear. What is going on? What is the truth, man? Lay it on me. How much time do we have? We got, I mean, I got all the time in the world. Well, I have to give the obligatory economist answer, and that is it depends. It depends. Depends okay. on who's paying me as to what I say. <laughs> well, I got about four bucks, so, you know, what will that get me? Um, I mean, do you take Vimo? <laughs> I thought it's Venmo. It's Venmo. Venmo. Is, it, is it Venmo? It's Venmo. Uh, see, I don't even know how to say it. <laughs> So you better not get it from me. I mean, how what what's what are we looking like, man? How how bad is the world? That's what I want to know. Well, if you look at, I'm a micro guy, not a macro guy, so I don't really get into all these things as much. But Matt's if a you micro look, guy too. That's what his, his girlfriend told me that. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you look at the uh, historically the ten worst periods of economic growth, right. basically the 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 most contraction over a single quarter mm-hmm. for the u.s the top 10 in history we have two of the of them this year really yes that quarter, is, that Q2, does not make me feel good q2 was number one 
who is uh, you'll, you'll hear some people say, oh, we had 30%. Well, that's annualized. Really, the, the decrease in Q2 was about 10%. That's number one in the history that oh, we've recorded this. Oh, boy. Second place is like 1.5%, just to give you a scale okay. of how much the economy contracted in Q2. But normally, if you have a contraction, it's because some kind of something happened that everything went down, either a 9-11 type thing right. or just a bunch of companies laid off a bunch of workers because they freaked out about government policy or whatever it was. This one was completely intentional. Yeah. And I love everybody likes to blame Trump. I'm not here to defend him, but yeah. it was all the governors that did it on their own. Right. I mean, it's it's hilarious, all the people accusing Trump of being a dictator, where he's probably been the most constitutional, and it goes to all these things, where he says, I can't do that. Yeah. But then he turns around and tells the governors to do it, and they do it. <laughs> well, that's uh, that was sort of <laughs> so, the thing behind, like, the mask mandate. People, you know, Joe Biden called for a three-month mandatory mask mandate, which I think is foolish, but um, like you said, you know, Trump's saying, I don't have the authority to do that, you know. Uh, that's that's what he should be doing, you know, and, and but for... People like here in Alachua County say, no, you have to. And now they're talking about, you know, fining you and giving you tickets and all that stuff. Like, listen, I'll wear your mask when I go to Publix just because I don't really care to sit there and debate it that much. Um, so I'll do it. Fine. Great. But if you if you track me down and try to give me a ticket while I'm minding my own business, we are going to have a problem. See, that's the sad thing. This is an econ economics now. Now I'm going to pretend to be a lawyer because I've been rolling around through all the Florida statutes yeah. almost for no reason because once they declare a state of emergency, one of the provisions in there for the powers of the governor yeah. is that he can basically ignore every Florida right. statute he wants. Right, absolutely. And the real reason they keep the, the emergency order in place is it allows them to basically cook the books and move money yes. and do whatever the heck they want without all the proper safeguards in place for balancing budgets and transferring manpower or, or money between different organizations they can basically run the government however they want yeah with no accountability is that good or bad i'm guessing if there were rules in place they were probably there for a reason yeah um but one of the things when they're trying to threaten you with those mask orders is yeah. that within the statutes if you violate the emergency order it's a type Class two misdemeanor, whatever. I, I don't remember the second degree misdemeanor, which is uh, I remember looking it up before I documented it. It's something like I think it's up to thirty days in jail and or up to five hundred dollar fine. Yeah, it's gonna be a problem. Let me just tell people just so you problem. know, right now it's being enforced by code enforcement officers. You do not have to stop and give your name to a code enforcement officer. Oh, I, I won't. I won't stop and give my name to a law enforcement officer who just well, randomly approaches. Well, me, they can actually detain you, know? you. They actually have the ability. Code yeah. enforcement right. officers. And then don't. once, and right. once a law enforcement officer detains you, if you refuse, then they can start adding yeah. on claims, resistance, even if it's without. Oh, there'd be force. some. There'd be some added. There'd be some additions. I can guarantee that. Which is I, this? Then the the city or county commissioner is just putting law enforcement in a bad place. And yeah. I, I've been quoting multiple times since all of this happened uh, paraphrase basically it doesn't take a you know evil demagogue to become a tyrant right it takes a bureaucracy willing to sure. implement those rules yep. and it's it's one of those things it's kind of scary to think how many police officers either aso or gpd yeah. would be willing to enforce that yeah yeah yeah, I mean, I'm sure that there's a few out there, quite a few probably. Um, 
and that's not i mean hey i like cops i'm I'm all for them like we are too. i'm with you you know um but until they're arresting people on the beach or beating up little old ladies right. for not wearing masks. and like i said it you know if i'm minding my own business and you approach me we got a problem you know because it, i mean six feet okay if I'm if I'm over there minding my own business and you come my way, that, that's that's an issue. I, I think that's just absolutely wrong, and uh, I hope that people don't just roll over and put up with that. But I have a feeling that they probably will. Not very. I'm not very positive about it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and this is this is why we don't wear masks. Yeah. Because. Do you rem- if you remember everybody does right the the mulch thing at the skate park? Oh yes, right? that was I was there for that a I glorious mean, right day. There. Wasn't that a glorious it day? Was that wonderful. was a glorious day because the city came in, they put mulch in the skate park, and the kids and their parents shut up and said, uh-uh. "Yeah, yeah, we're yep. not no, no." I was I, right? I, I'll tell you something that was really cool because I actually was at Publix right here, and I was heading home, and I pulled into the park. Uh, the parking lot I put my truck in park and I'm sitting there and I opened up my phone and I see back when I used to follow the uh, Gainesville Gainesville Mm -hmm. dumpster fire website um, that there was some posts on there about what was going on and they had just finished dumping it I turned around I drove over there I said I gotta see this because I'm just a block away I "I gotta look I gotta look at this I go over there and there's three kids coming across the field and they walk over to this freshly laid mulch and these three kids stand there and they're looking around and what do we what do we do and one kid drops to his knees takes his skateboard and just starts shoving mulch out of the way Mm -hmm. and with that it started Mm -hmm. and i was so pumped to see those kids up there working their asses off to clean that up and clear it out it it just it filled me with pride i was like this is great you know and, and what happened a few days later? Gainesville backed they off. They were over there skating. That was it. They backed yeah. off. If enough of us yeah. re- push back, they will back off. Yeah. And that's why we have to, wherever we can, stop complying. And that doesn't mean being rude and being right. a jerk. And that doesn't mean getting in people's faces. It just means politely going about your business pretty much like you always have. Mm-hmm. And that means, you know, business. some businesses, I, I, I don't know what to tell businesses. It's a big risk because they hold your business license, right, right? Right, But there's a lot of ways around it for businesses. Well, and you've like, seen people having their license and permits pulled all over the country. So, because they're you know, they probably compliant. have to make their employees wear them, which I'm against, but whatever. Yeah. They, But they don't have to force customers to wear them. They can, they can just not bug customers that don't yeah. wear them and say, yeah. We assume you have a medical exemption. There's a, that exemption is out there, and people people should use it freely. Yeah. Say I have a medical exemption. So far, we've only seen one restaurant push back on that, and we don't go back there anymore. Right. But Publix doesn't. You tell them you have a medical exemption, they're like, okay. Walmart, okay. That's good. It's good to know. And you know, I I think the masks. We know they don't work. There's yeah. not a single scientific study that existed before this that said they worked now they've Mm -hmm. been doing what they call observational studies since then for example there's one in a hospital in massachusetts where Mm -hmm. they put where everybody wore masks 
and yeah. they decided that that somehow proved it reduced transmission. They didn't have a control group that didn't have masks because that would have been unethical. Or yeah. they'll, but that's not how you do scientific studies. Or yeah. they'll push studies that are really just models where if you start digging into it, you find out that the reason the masks worked in the model is because you put in an assumption that the rate of transmission is cut in half by a mask. Right. Well, and when you look at the people that wear masks and all, I mean, touching them all the time, pulling them down. I saw. I. I. I my favorite are the people that. There was there was a lady I was I was at Publix today and I, I come around the corner and, and she's wearing it over her mouth, loosely, uh, but not her nose, and I mean it clearly she's not stopping the transmission of anything. Should she Man, decide I, to? I saw a thing about it was like people that wear the mask like on their chins as they're <laughs> like walking around and it's like that's like wearing a condom on your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've, I, that, that's a new one for me. I, I think it was Andy Richter that, <laughs> that said that joke. I cannot take credit for that. Well, there was I'm a just going to share one. it with you guys. There was a similar one I had heard that basically said putting mandating masks six or you know four months into a the yeah. spread of a virus is about the equivalent of putting the condom on at the baby shower. Well, that's kind of you thing. know I, I mean I I work with with pretty much like the same six seven eight. Hey guys, like day in and day out, you know, we've, we've been, we, we spend 40 hours a week together. And when all this started, you know, all the indecision and all that, or, you know, all the, uh, just misinformation all over the place, not knowing which way is up. One of the things that I'd always say is like, listen, guys, the way that this looks, the way that it's being presented by the media and all that stuff, if, if one of us has got it or has had it for the past couple of weeks, the rest of us are already there. We just—it is what it is. There's that's nothing we that's can the do. Same thing with me. Us. I work. I work with just two other people, but I'm with them all the time. Really? And I've been with them ever since all this stuff started. Right. So I mean, if if we're gonna get it, we're we're gonna fucking get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And it, but it's all, it's been the same folks that you know, day in and day out, we're all together. So it's like, look, it, it's gonna play out how it's gonna play out, man. Um, but I'm certainly not going to let it rule, you know, day to day anymore. It's just, it's been, it's been a very rough, like mental wellness journey, you know, throughout all of this. And, uh, I've been pretty open on this podcast about it. Um, for me, I quit smoking cigarettes in September 14th of last year. So I'm coming up on a year, which is pretty dope, but, uh, during that time, there there have been some really interesting things that have popped up for me that I was not expecting from depression and anxiety mm-hmm. and stuff like that that have gone along with, you know, these nicotine withdrawals, which I think now I, I'm, I'm starting to feel good about saying, like, I think I'm finally starting to come back around to being normal after almost a year. Um, but, I, I mean my parents smoked everybody in my family smoked you know i started smoking when i was like 13 i mean nicotine and cigarettes and the chemicals that go along with it have always been a part of me um so i think it's it's taken an extra long time to sort of really cleanse all that stuff out um but here we are i think i'm starting to get on the other side of that but all of this having happened with all of that going on in my head it, it was terrifying. I'm not going to lie. It was absolutely terrifying mm-hmm. on some days. Um, not knowing 
you know, hell if we're going to be here, you know, next month or whatever. And, um, yeah, it messed with me a lot. So that, that's been definitely a rough aspect of all of this. Yeah, Thanks for bringing that up, like, right as I'm about to light a cigarette. <laughs> now, now it I'm does not affect not me. To. It does not affect me. But, but it depends what, on that secondhand smoke. <laughs> <laughs> but what we don't know right now, you can say we don't know a lot about COVID, but actually we know a lot about COVID, and yeah. it actually hasn't changed from what we knew in March. Right. We knew age stratification. We knew, we knew, a, we knew from the, what was it called, the Diamond, Diamond Princess? Princess? We knew from that. Study from the diamond from the, so the there's cruise a cruise ship, ship very early oh. on everybody all together isolated right right 17 or 20 percent of them got it right right x percent died or whatever but there was a primarily older population but everybody was exposed only 20 percent got it really that was our first clue that there is a but no we were told this is novel nobody has any immunity to it false Probably 80% have some immunity to it. But anyway, huh. back to That's how we're going to get out of this. Because if we just keep going along with all the measures, note that the measures never relax. Yeah. Right? They just keep clamping down oh, of more. Course. Right? Of course. It's not good enough that all of our curves are coming down. The students are coming back. We yeah. have to shut everything. They're, they're, they didn't talk about it this week, but they have in the past few weeks talked about preemptively closing all restaurants for like four weeks when the students come back just because 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 sweden doesn't exist because sweden doesn't exist but anyway point is new york and new jersey are done with covid okay they had the big spike up they had the big it was a perfect epidemiological curve not the flatten the curve they had the original they had the big curve not you know when you had the flatten the curve picture with the really big spike okay new york had new york and new jersey had the big one Right. They are now at less than 10 deaths a day for New York has 20 million, 19 million. About 19 million. Right. We have Florida's probably 100 and I'm guessing we won't know for a while, but I'm guessing 125 a day. New York's at 10. Okay. They have no COVID. They had, I don't know, a couple hundred positive tests in the entire state yesterday. But they are still locked down because they, their governors believe that the reason that they don't have deaths and the cases anymore is because they're all being good and they're all following the rules and that we control this somehow. And so as long as our government believes that the only way to keep this down is by having more and more and more rules, we will never get rid of them until the people stand up and push back. If you look at Sweden, which they want you to think doesn't exist, and actually today I was looking it up and it was ridiculous because talk about the media propaganda, all these stories popping up. Sweden, through the first six months of the year, had the most deaths in 150 years since some famine that they had. And every headline, or just about everyone in the headline, had to throw in Sweden, which refused to shut down. Like, that's the reason. I'm pretty sure that every country is probably towards the top right. on deaths, at least over for the U.S., definitely since ninety uh, since 2004. That's the CDC data, or 2014, where they give you, like, the last uh, five, six years. Um, but what they don't mention in those stories is if you look at their curve, it's kind of the same as, as New York's. It started up sharp, high and then it yeah. came down, and they have been in single digits for over a month. Deaths. Of deaths. This is a country with 10 million people. Do you know? Well, what? look at New Zealand. New Zealand is at they were zero. 
They were they locked were. down. They were. They, were. they spiked. Did they get another one? They're, they're spiking up. They uh. have they have cases, cases, cases right now. More every day. They're locking everybody down again. They're like uh, they're they're locking people up. They're going people. they're going insane. They're they're okay, arresting people. Well, so let's think about clear. that for a second. All right. So when they're they were locked island. down, they had zero. And then when they started opening back up, then we start getting more cases. I'm not even sure they Isn't started opening back up. But the point is, you can't. You can't outrun it. Right. You can't push it away forever. You have to let it run through the population. The faster you let it run through the young population, the fewer deaths you'll get. Right. Sweden, Sweden admitted the, the, the one mistake that um, Tegnell, their, their public health guy, said that they made is they didn't protect the, the nursing homes well enough. But everybody says they have you know the highest, whatever, that their deaths per million is very high. It's, it's not... U.S. is catching up very fast. We're we're right below them now, and we're not done. They're done. Do you know yeah. what, like the deaths that we've had as a country this year? Do you know what that is in relation to previous years uh, without so coronavirus? We were. Um, so I've been tracking the CDC provisional deaths by week, where they reported in. Uh, it's always a couple weeks back. So when I looked at it, and it had been updated. I think through. August 8th, it had said we were something like 6% above last year. Right, that's for it. For additional. Wow. And, and it was like, well, eh. but then you looked at it and last year was unchanged from the year before. So it, it averages about 3% per year, which makes sense because right. that's pretty close, you know, population growth, whatever, and change demographics are getting older. And Well, but then there was a lot of deaths that didn't happen that in could have potent- well in in, in well, 2020 because we're locked down there was a lot of things that people weren't doing that could have caused driving. death driving a big one you know car accidents stuff like that yeah. but yeah a lot of people were know, locked up so they or locked was definitely down a decline so there. they they weren't able to be out on the streets they weren't able to be out and like moving around doing stuff and being active and causing problems and <laughs> dying <laughs> So maybe like that that percentage is a little bit yeah. skewed. Well, in the the past two years, we're we're very mild flu seasons. So one theory is that what we're doing right this year is really just catching up right. on the people that would have died from flu in the past two years. The again, the vulnerable, the elderly, sure. the frail, and the we're just kind of catching up. So that's what he's. And I don't I think want anybody to think like one thing. One thing that happens a lot is you know people people are like oh they're talking about the frail frail and the elderly the people that are dying like like they're like they don't count they they don't matter they they do matter they do matter but 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 at the same time like we're just talking facts here you know we're not we're not we're not trying but n- to but not only hurt that. feelings and all that stuff we're just talking about facts as they are we are know. but not only that. There's evidence that are th- the way we have dealt with this is actually leading to additional elderly deaths. Right, I get that. So I, I don't I don't buy any of the you know these policies are saving lives. No, they are costing lives. That will become increasingly clear over the next year or two. Yeah, as we realize how many people are dying of cancer and whatever that would have been diagnosed and treated during this time, suicides. And and they're not all going to happen now. Suicides from the mental, they, the, all the the yeah. people having mental troubles now, which is almost everybody is having some issues. Yeah. Those will go on for years. There was we don't. Sorry, there was that the CDC survey that came out last week that was showing 
25% of people between 18 and 24 had suicidal thoughts in June. Which what is damn. Normal. It was like three times higher than normal. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's insane. And it's we even are higher. Playing. Something like two-thirds had some kind of anxiety issue. I don't remember if that was for under 18 to 24, if that was for everybody that was yeah, surveyed. Everybody. But w- it, what we are doing is absolutely immoral. You know, I'm going to tell you a funny thing. My wife has, has tried to get me to get rid of cable television for years. Not because she doesn't want to watch what's on it or the message or anything. Because she's pretty cheap. And she wants to save, you know, if there's a nickel to be saved, she's going fi- to she's gonna find it. So uh, she oh, we should do satellite. So satellite's crap. We're not doing that. No. I've, I'm at a point right now, more than ever, where if she came to me and was like, I think we can just get rid of the cable TV. I, I, this right now would probably be the only time that I'd ever be like, yeah, okay, let's get rid of it. I don't watch it. It's pointless. I don't like watching. I don't turn it on. It's just negative, negative, negative. I'm burning through my list on Netflix, though. You know, we are too. dude, so, I just finished up watching season two of the Umbrella Academy. Is that good, dude? It's so good. Have you you've enjoyed that? Have yeah. you guys know? It's, it's kind of like I didn't watch. It's kind of a you superhero kind of a thing. Yeah, it's, ba- it's based on a comic book. Yeah, so I, which I hadn't really read, and I was kind of watching it, and I was like, eh. dude. I, you get through like about like halfway through season two, and you're gonna be like, "Holy, that's God. a lot They're, of investment to to get really into it." Well, though. no, I mean like the first season like teaches you like what's up, and then the second season gets like, "Holy shit, what's up?" <laughs> it, it's a, it's kind of a kind of a dark comedy. Okay, but it, it, it some of it can be entertaining. I like dark comedies. Yeah, was th- there was a there was one with um, Christina Applegate. Dead, dead to me, or something like that, where she like kills her husband. Great show. If you ever get a chance to see it, though, I thought the, b- the boys. I think is better. The boys, the boys was amazing. I've heard a lot of good about that. New is season that, comes out next month. Dude, is what, that, what is that it? all it's cracked up to be? Dude, what yeah. was what was that guy's name? The guy that was made out of diamonds when they killed him. Uh, the Invisible you, Man, I think. Made do, out do, of you, diamonds. do you remember? Do you remember that guy? That that scene where they killed him. Oh my god! <laughs> I will never forget well, that. The, for a very the very opening scene where the guy, the equivalent of the Flash, takes out the girlfriend. That was that's when you know this is not your regular oh, superhero show. And he Speaking was all of the like Flash, up. oh man! Speaking of the Flash, not not to not to interrupt you, nerding out there, um, but I, I hear Michael Keaton's Batman's coming back in the Flash. Have you heard about that? That is supposed to be a thing. What's up but with that? But also, Ben Affleck is supposed to be coming they're, back as yeah. Batman as well. They're doing some like into the Batverse, similar to the Spider-Man thing, where yeah. you have all these different DC universes and all the Batman. Uh, but do we have, well, have Ben the, Affleck? The Flash is able to transfer into different universes with his with the speed I just force. thought he was able to run really fast. Oh no, he can do a lot of things. What? Yeah. It's comics books, man. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> do anything. Are you are you are you big into comics? Comic movies or anything like that? I watch movies. I don't watch, read comic books now. You a big movie fan? What's your favorite all time? <sighs> Best one ever. The Incredibles. The Incredibles? Really? That's it. That, it has everything. You Does got the it? James Bond, you got the Bond the villain with his private island, you got superheroes, you got political commentary and social commentary. You got every, a perfect wife. Out of everything that is. <laughs> the Incredibles, that's it. Yeah. Wow. It's awesome. I see I kind of figured like like you'd go for something old school, you know, like Goonies or something like that, you know. I don't no? think I've ever seen it. Oh my god. <laughs> 
you just hurt his feelings. <laughs> There, there's, there's a major movie you haven't seen. We might have to watch that after the show, for God's sakes. Like, stay here. I'm, I'm making popcorn. I think as a kid I only watched rated R movies, so I didn't see it. <laughs> okay. Dude, so so dude. We're, let's talk Porky's then. <laughs> Nick no. is seriously going to handcuff you <laughs> and make you watch The Goonies. <laughs> have you ever seen um, Police Academy? Yes. Have you, like, all of them? All of them. Okay. So... Couple, I would do the sound effects on this, but I don't want to break your mind. A couple months ago, I watched, they came on oh, Netflix. Animal? What? The, what? Was it the name Animal? Didn't they call him Animal? Here. Here. Bring your glass over here, Matt. You need some more of this. <laughs> oh, you just need to be to shut up. I just warned you, this took a turn where Jennifer can't participate anymore. She doesn't do movie quotes. <laughs> you, you guys carry on, though. It's great. Well... Apparently, I'm not allowed to do a movie coats anymore either. No, I just didn't understand it, so I figured, you know, I'd give you some more of that, and then maybe, you know, in a few minutes we'd check back on that quote and understand it a little bit more, because I don't understand <laughs> anything about an animal noise dude, because Michael uh, Winslow, to my understanding, did not make noises like... No, 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 no I'm not talking about Michael Winslow. You're talking about Bobcat Goldwith? Yeah. Okay, that's a different dude. He was like in one of them, or no, two of them. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I was talking about. Yeah, but I think I think you're. But it might actually help if I have a few more of these drinks. Maybe you'll probably sound more like it. Yeah, that, that was a bobcat goldthwait kind of sound, though. Yeah, it was like, yeah. I don't know. I he did that weird thing. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Oh, okay. but after a few more of these drinks, I'll probably sound even more like him while I'm just talking Funny like thing. a normal person. Growing up, I watched all those movies, all the Police Academy movies. They just recently came out on Netflix or something like that. I started watching it. I started watching the first one. Laughed my ass off. It was hilarious. Started watching part two. It was terrible. I was like, what, what's happened? Part one was rated R. Part two and all thereafter were like PG-13. That's why. They should have just continued with the... Uh, the really short boob scenes. The better... The better you know, the more raunch, the better. I mean, it was the '80s for God's sakes. It was the '80s. Come on. You want to try to make that noise again? <laughs> I was waiting for you to do it. I haven't. I haven't taken another drink yet. Well, you need. You need to see the Goonies, man. We successfully got it off the COVID talk, so I was happy. Yeah, you need to make that happen, Jen. Well, let's Goonies. talk about something a little bit more. But more I mean, back upbeat. to well, back to cable though. This is not uh, upbeat. But I mean, the whole reason that I have a TV service yeah. at all is for sports. Yeah. What sports? Which, which, I what's might get to, to cancel our cable now. Football. Football? Football. She watches everything. And I'm a major college football fan, but I will watch NFL. I mean, I watch during, during the fall. I watch Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Thursday I, at least. I think I have a picture of her watching a Gator baseball game on one TV, the that women's softball game on on an iPad, and then she had the gymnastics meet on another TV. Yeah, I had three, well, like I had three screens going. Them. Yeah, she's pretty serious. I, I really do like sports, and all this right. is so. This has been super depressing that all the sports went away. Hasn't it been though? And what's killed me is that the sports writers seem to be cheering that on. I yeah. d I don't know if it's just because they work for the media and the media is so invested in the panic, but I don't understand why sports writers are literally writing themselves writing out of right. writing columns on how we can't have safely have college football. Matt was really upset that Brady was not gonna he was not gonna be able to watch Brady play for the Bucks. I am so year. excited to watch him play behind Get the Bucks flattened. offensive line. <laughs> just <laughs> I want to see him sitting on the sidelines reading the newspaper. 
at any given chance, I like to allude to the fact that Matt loves Tom Brady, but he, truth be told, he does not. He's he's a he's a big time Green Bay guy. So, Gators are you go to though? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it, uh, they the were. Old, they they <laughs> were. That's that, <laughs> like like everything else. So much has changed. Yeah. Like, I was a major Gators fan, Gator football fan. But what I'm seeing is that all the sports, all the athletes are moving to social justice you, messages, and I'm not going to watch it. Do you, Do you think that the SEC is going to play? I do. You think? Yeah. I Just do. I I think there's enough of the old school coaches. That that they're just gonna gonna push on through and and what I truly don't understand again because nobody can tell the truth about this. Right. The the best strategy for any college football team right now. You've got a month before you go into full on training camp. Mm-hmm. Infect all your kids. Well, you know I heard. Get <laughs> done with it. <laughs> what? But blank that out for the lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> I actually um, I was on the fence. I wasn't sure. I was like, well, I mean, they're kids and, you know, because I think one of the things that we do frequently when we when we see these, you know, and, and by when I'm talking about, you know, college sports, I'm, I'm primarily football and basketball. You know, it's very easy to look at these guys that are out there playing and not think of them as, as kids, you know, but but they're kids, you know, 18, 19 years old. They're they're children still. We all, you know, I think we can all get behind that. Um, so when I started thinking about it, I thought, oh, hell, I know how this is going to go. They're going to say, all right, let's, let's start playing sports. The first kid that gets infected, the parents are going to sue. They're going to own half the school by January and that's how it's going to go. But I was watching the news and I was, I saw Herschel Walker. He's been a real voice. He has been a huge voice about it. Herschel Walker himself. Georgia Bulldogs, but hey, but hey, it is what it is. It's Herschel Walker. He's been around the block a few times, and what he said moved me off of the mark that I had, and it it pushed me right into yeah, we need to have sports because what he said was, you have the best doctors in the country at some of these universities. These guys, they are going to do everything in their power to keep these kids healthy to keep them out there working and, and furthering the program. I mean, because let's face it, and these are multi-million dollar programs. Trevor Lawrence had something similar to that mm-hmm. last week where yeah. he was saying, what are you talking about? You send these kids home. Most of them don't even have stable houses. Here they're taken care of. They're yeah. watched. They, they're they're disciplined the because yeah. they watch them. They have the nutrition. They got the doctors. Have you, they're have safer you seen, here. Have you seen their like the places where they live? Yeah. It's it's like their their dorms their dorms <laughs> and I everybody listening can't see like the huge quotes. quotes that I just did, but they're not dorms. Those are full fledged condos. Suites. Like they have <laughs> suites. They are well taken care of, and they have first hand amenities at every like Like they can reach out to the right and just have something amazing and reach out to the left and they have something amazing where i'm sitting at home and i reach out to my left and it's just just a cardboard cut out of aaron Rodgers. yeah probably but think about this either that or my my dog sitting there scratching her head or something like that it's just like something dumb like but these kids like when they go off to school for college like they have 
some sweet stuff. Like they're well taken care of. So think about this. You got a hundred guys on a football team, right? You infect all the, you, you expose all of them. Now, first of all, a bunch of them have already had it. Right. Right. I mean, obviously, and even if kids. they, don't, whether they know it or not, they've already had it because they hang out, they hang out with their buds and go to parties and stuff like that. Right. So, let, but let's say none of them have been infected. Only 20% of them are going to get infected. Yeah. Because we, we know this from, from Diamond Princess, right? So only 20 of them are even going to get infected. Yeah. Out of those 20, five will be symptomatic. So the other 15 won't even know they had it. Yeah. Like they'll get a positive test, but they will have no symptoms. So now you have five guys out of 100 that have symptoms. Chances are those are extremely mild, and in a week they're fine. Right. You might have one guy out of 10 football teams, and one when, out of 10. And when you consider what not having college football means. To those kids. To it's those their kids, education, it's their future. To those, to those economies, to those, I mean, the, the Midtown Gainesville area lives and dies by football season. How many other little towns, football towns, have the same thing that we do here in Gainesville, where they have that centralized area that just thrives on those game days. You know, I, mean, I would imagine that most of them do. And if these guys were really at risk, it would be a different equation. Yeah. But but let's think about what happens on a typical Saturday and Sunday in the fall. What mm -hmm. is the headline every single weekend? So and so tore their ACL. Yeah. So and so tore their Achilles. Mm -hmm. So and so injured their back. So-and-so got a concussion, right? Every single weekend. These are not, it's not a risk-free game. Yeah. Well, you have all Why are we insisting that we, it has to be risk-free now? Like basketball season, they play through flu season. And yeah. every year there's stories of players that, that, oh, well, they overall didn't practice this week because of the flu. And then they're out on the court the next week. Do you playing. remember yeah. the 2009 Tebow flu game? Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, my God. Or there's wow, a I forgot all about he that. He played right, and that was probably, given that it was two, 2009, that was probably H1N1, That's right, which killed far that. more young people than COVID ever did. We were so worried that Tebow wasn't going to take the field and all that. Oh. And then he did, and he was a hero yes. for exposing yes. everybody yep. to flu. <laughs> what has happened to us in 11 years that we can now not even... Think about that risk. That's well, been a rough few years since Tebow left. Everything went <laughs> downhill after that. I mean, I don't know. It's it's been uh, it's been a tragedy. A lot, in but a lot but of ways. seriously, the flu is far more dangerous to young people than COVID. Right. We know this. We have data, and flu, like you said, is uh, run through basketball teams. But we don't know the long term repercussions, so we need to don't lock these start. kids in a box for twenty years <laughs> don't before even we let start. them out. That's what the Big Big Ten went with, right? The long term repercussions. Well, except for the uh, athletic uh, the athletic. No, the commissioner for the Big Ten. His son will be playing football at Mississippi State, I think. Something really? Like yeah. Really? That's a thing? That's kind of funny. Well, <laughs> if the SEC plays. I, I think at this point, uh, I, I think they're going to probably go ahead with it, you know. Um, I, I do think, going back to the liability, I do think that, I mean, right, right to Chuck Clemens, right to yeah. Keith Perry, right to the most important thing the legislature could do right now is pass liability laws. That's what's keeping businesses terrified. Terrified. You know, one one thing that's been a, a that one group that's taken a really big hit in all this has been the uh, the local music. Oh yeah. Groups. Um, oh yeah. Pat over at the High Dive, who own uh, who owns the High Dive, he's he's really been pushing the SaveOurStages.com yep. and yep. stuff like that. And 
writing to everybody because those guys are struggling and and God, we don't even know. We have no clue when they're going to be back up and running. And no, and, and, and you know this. For musicians, playing together is kind of part of our sanity. It was therapeutic. Um, it's and therapeutic. so I was playing in a, a praise band, and, of course, we shut down in March. Yeah. And we had a couple just to get together and play in June, and it was just the most wonderful thing yeah. to just be together playing music. Yeah, I agree. I could. It, it really does. It, it, it will... It'll help get you through, you know. And uh, what do you what do you play? Uh, she didn't describe the full idiocy of it though, because they would get together and hang out and play together, just like we're doing now, sitting here. And then it'd be like, oh well, we need to record it for the service. And then they would suddenly get six feet apart and put masks on. <laughs> we d- we were not we didn't w- it, we weren't at the mask stage yet, but we did. Right. It's like, oh no, we can't be close to each other when the cameras are on. But we were all yeah. See, I don't, I don't, I don't, I just can't get along with stuff like that, you know. Um, I mean, like I said, guys that I guys that I see every day, it's like I'm not gonna wear a mask, uh, you know. Uh, I'm just, you're sniffing today, you're you know sniffles and coughing. Well, two weeks ago, that's that's when that's when I should have been worried. You know, now it is what it is. It's hey. just so. I don't know. So I'm a pianist. So yeah. Yeah. How long have you been playing? Since I was five. Since you were five. Oh my god. She I, said pianist. My <laughs> <laughs> I knew somebody would pick up on that. <laughs> My my, I leave it to I play, me. I play the keys. How my, you like that better? My good friend, uh, who we was talking about earlier, that who who's also got the doctorate in economics, also has been playing piano his whole life. And oh, so he's also a pianist. He's he is also a pianist. Um, the, 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 a micro guy too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do. You find it? Can you pit, Can you just like play anything? I cannot. No. She is no. like a player piano. You so put anything in front of her, yes. she can play it. Yeah. I can sight read. Almost anything. Really? You put music in front of me, I'm golden. I cannot play by ear for anything, So, which makes me not so great in a band. So I probably won't be doing that anymore. But um, no, but I'm, I'm actually, I'm a classical pianist. So. Nice. Nice. That's amazing. I, I love the piano. I'm terrible at it. I'm also terrible at pretty much any instrument, but you know. I, I play electric guitar terribly, so. Well, we have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> I play worse. <laughs> I bet I could prove you guys all wrong because I think you're way better than I am. <laughs> so what uh, what what sort of things are we going to be seeing from from you guys, in the Alachua Chronicle, in the future? Like, what's the what's the goal here? My goal has been I've been very frustrated in it so far because yeah. my goal is for people to understand right the corruption of our city and county commissions and the just utter misguidedness of what they're trying to do to our city and county and vote different people in. And in fact, it's so far going exactly the wrong direction. But it's just just to demonstrate the way their minds work that they don't even think very far into the future. It was just this week. Weren't they not just praising how they were going to do something to implement it to make it like Portland? They really the city want to be that Portland. is literally burning. They yeah. want to be a Portland. And they I'm not sure Portland is a is a good measure for anything at this point. But they were talking about some property rules or something to match Portland. Yes. So that's <sighs> they were modeling one of their ordinances after a Portland ordinance. They, they really want to be Portland. Is it the city or the county? City. City. city is worse. County, though, after this last round they get, they of They get kind of pushed around, though. They got pushed around with that whole mask mandate pretty good. That that, that sort of really... The county, yeah. Yeah, that kind of pissed some people off where, where they, they said, okay, it and it and we're day. good, no masks. And then like an hour later, they're like, oh, wait, 
Gainesville said we need masks, and that was that. I know that was really something that uh, helped push the Springs County debate into into it the did. spotlight. But then, when you look at the how the primaries went yeah. for county commission, the most leftist, most radical candidate won every time across the board. Across I mean, you had Byerly, board. who was. I, I have not once agreed with Byerly in the twenty years he's been on the yeah. county, right? But he is still the most sensible county commissioner. Which is why he lost by twenty points. And he lost sixty forty to Mary Alford, who was radical. That dude lost? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's out. Or he oh, will wow. be he will be once whenever the after November. But. Man. And we got a new sheriff. That kind of surprised me. Oh, like well, I wasn't surprised. I saw that the, coming. The the machine got behind Clovis Watson. Yeah. You don't you don't lose when the machine's behind you. That's true. I mean, look at, so look at Raina. Sadie, Sadie's been in there forever. She has. Look at Raina Sacco, city commissioner. There were four people in that race, I think. One of them, maybe five, I forget. One of them was a well-known former politician, former city commissioner, I think, um, Sherwin Henry. People knew his name. He's black. Um, very, you know, long time involvement in the community, well known. And then there's Reina Sacco, who is young, Hispanic, fairly new on the scene, has no political experience for whatever or, reason. Or actual work experience. Or actually, yeah, she's, she's a lawyer, but whatever. Um, the, but anyway, the Democrat machine got behind Sacco in a race with four people. She got 51% of the vote. It didn't even go to a runoff. Out of nowhere, so that wow. when the machine decides who's going to win, they win. I don't know how to fight rough, back against man, that. It's only like like ten thousand people that maybe voted or something like that. I mean, no, there were more. So the the race she won was the same day as the presidential preference primaries. Right. So there was fairly good turnout for that race. Man, so I'm gonna ask you a question. I ask a lot of people this. Anybody, any of us that start talking politics here, I tend to ask this question too. Um, what do you think? Of, what do you think of Joe Biden? What's your What's your thoughts on 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 Joe? I think Joe Biden is a non-entity. Yeah. Okay. So what's going to happen after he's elected depends on the people behind him. Mm-hmm. So it was it's it's going to be the organizers that are running his campaign or whatever. That's it, Biden is a non-entity. He's right. not even here anymore. Yeah. So he's a puppet. That's the way I see it. What that's about you? You have anything different to say on that? I actually. I, I was just going to say, if the Democrats wanted Kamala Harris to be the president, they should have probably voted for her in the primary. There's that. So why do you pick a, a, someone who who gives you a state you don't yeah. need? You're going to win anyway. Who who dropped out of the race before it even even the first primary? She doesn't have. Nobody liked her. Why yeah. do you pick her? I and 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 and, and I think that the 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 thing that I've struggled with understanding is. I mean, clearly she didn't do very well in primaries, so uh, she didn't make it. But everybody kind of knows, like, hey, we're going to be voting for Joe Biden is basically voting for their vice president, potentially. Right. You know, as to, to because a lot of people think that they're just going to boot the guy off or something like that. Like, you think he's even going to make it to election day? Don't know. He's hung on this long, but I don't think yeah. it matters. I don't think he's has any input into anything i think that he will have staff that will do whatever the democrat party wants them to do <sighs> that's and that's i suspect crazy, they're the most radical of the radical yeah that's a crazy thought though like to think that the president 
if he was the president, he just, I mean, he wouldn't even be running the show. No. That's crazy to me. About, that boggles my it, mind. It, all people are doing is voting against Trump, and yeah, that's fine. I, I just really wonder where America's going. Same. Yeah, I think the survey they did last week said something about 65% of the people who had said they had supported Biden, it was because they were voting against Trump. But here's the thing that I that I also don't understand. I, there's not a lot that I don't understand, but this, this also. Um, when I look around, you look at the pulse of, of, of what's going on in the country and the, you know, whether it's on, you know, Facebook or Twitter or TikTok or what, you know, in the news, age, wherever. I see Trump everywhere. I see voters for Trump everywhere. I see people enthusiasm. painting their entire properties blue with gigantic. Have you seen any Biden signs? No, I haven't. Bumper stickers. I saw one sticker with Biden's name on it. And it was a, it was a, it was an Obama Biden sticker, and it was faded. It was like from the first go round, you know. Um, so no, I don't, I don't see any. And, and 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 I see all these people that are saying, you know, oh, um, you know, we we need to we need to get Trump out of office. You know, we need to. We it need doesn't to, matter who's on that ticket. It's not Trump. Well, the thing is, is that. They they, they 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 say we need to get Trump out of office, not we need to get Biden into Correct. office. There's there there is no excitement, no excitement for Joe Biden. There's only excitement for the idea of getting Trump out of office. Okay. And I think that's pretty telling, you know, but you see there there's like a thousand boats out in the bay or something that are you know, trying to break a record of boats for Trump. It's a, like a boat parade for, for the guy on his birthday. And we're not doing that for, for Joe Biden. I saw you know? a golf cart parade for Biden today in the villages. A golf cart parade. Golf cart parade. I bet you that was thrilling. It was. It was. Were I they don't wearing masks and socially distancing? I'm sure they were. <laughs> the I hear things get wild in the villages, though. I've heard that. I I bet you if they're wearing masks, they're for show because they're exchanging a lot more than just coronavirus down there, from what I understand. But I mean, if you're a pro Biden voter, you gotta wear your mask because <laughs> you know, that's that's now that is now the Democrat Party platform. Wear oh. a mask. That's their platform for three months, apparently. <sighs> there's no, there's not gonna be any end to it. But but I really want. I mean, so if if Trump wins, the left goes insane. Yes. If Biden wins. The left implements all of its policy preferences. Thereby going insane. Thereby going insane. <laughs> but more formally, right? I mean, w one of its violence going insane and the yeah. other one is formally deconstructing everything that our system is built on. They yeah. will just take it out. So as, as much as they can. And, and we've seen that the judges don't stand up to it. So I, I don't see anymore that there's any wall against anything they want to do. Right. So w what happens to those of us who don't want to live in a country that's built on social I justice. I don't know, but I, but I can tell you there was a gentleman who was in, it was like Shasta, California or something like that. Did you see that video of that it. guy who basically went into the city commission and warned them that, listen, this, this shit's only going to remain peaceful for so long. There's a lot of people you know? thinking that he's, he's one of the first to, but uh, what happens? And, and what happens when 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 that when that majority is finally had enough? Which is why I'd rather it start now with just peacefully stop complying. Yeah. So that we don't get to where people are shooting. Yeah. 
You think it could possibly get to that point? Yes. Yeah. That's a that's a crazy thought to me. Plausible deniability. That, <laughs> I mean, I, I hope not, but at the same time, I, you know. I, I don't want to get any identities, but I've talked to a number of people. Yeah. Just random conversations that I wouldn't even think were gun people and they're buying body right. armor. Oh, yeah. And we all know gun sales are through the roof. Yeah. People are preparing. Yeah. Well, I've had people that I that I know and trust that are very well trained in from a military standpoint that have called me and said, hey, I'm your friend and I'm telling you the writing is on the wall. Be prepared. Exactly. And holy what? Exactly. That's crazy. I don't even want to. I don't want to think about that. Yeah. So the, the only way to I, I, I don't know how we avoid that honestly at this point because the left does not want to live in a country with us it's increasingly obvious i i think that the only thing that will keep like a real deal outbreak of of a of a civil war at bay i i I do truly believe this that i just don't think the other side would be that prepared as well prepared as the other side you know and well, duh, because they're not going to have any guns. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they don't right? have any. I mean, Jim Morrison, five to one, said we've got they've got the guns, but we've got the numbers. But you know, when you got the guns, you got the guns. That's that's the numbers. You know, a tank, I, I tried a to, tank can take out a lot of people. <laughs> I tried to propose a simple solution of just a draft. I was even going to offer letting them go first. You just pick which state you want, and then yeah. we'll pick a state. Uh, the one thing is that for five years you cannot move between these states right. and once you do you can't vote there <laughs> i like it so but we'll just I, split I, 20, 20 25 states one way 25 I, states i the truly other think we're moving in that direction i don't want it yeah but at the same time i'm i'm, I'm tired of living under these dictators who are one-person dictators making increasingly rules after rules after rules for us and then accusing Trump of being the fascist. Right. When he's the one, re- they're begging him to do a national mask mandate. He's refusing, but he is the fascist. Yeah. What? I don't get it. I don't get it either. <laughs> I don't understand. But I don't want to live under these people. I don't want to live under... The Alachua County Commission right. and the Gainesville City Commission. I want Springs County. It's Springs I don't. County. I don't know if it's going to happen. But we, uh, we're, we're, we're talking very seriously about moving. Yeah. We, d- we don't want to live like this, and we don't want to live under blue rule. Yeah. And it does seem to be quite suffocating. We're not I'll alone. Tell you that. No, I don't. I don't think so at all. Uh, at all. I mean, uh, I've I've noticed. I mean, I have a few friends that I grew up with that. Uh, that I know are you know left leaning fellows, and you know they're gonna they're gonna go out and vote for Biden, and it's okay, do your thing. Um, but everybody I know that is rational and common sense thinking folks, uh, you know, they're either voting gold for Jorgensen or or they're or they're going for Trump, and uh, I'm just I'm struggling to find out how people can actually in good faith vote for Joe Biden. I just, that to me is, they're I not don't voting get for it. Joe Biden. They're voting against it. Trump. Right, right, 
Right. I just caught this little microaggression here. I realized he sat me on the left and he gave me a blue microaggression. <laughs> no, I picked. I picked my seat first. Oh, that's true. So I did that to you. We actually did that on purpose. Shit, that's why I got a red we, bike. We knew that was going to happen. Is that what it is? <laughs> I get it, it now. <laughs> I must have the gold. <laughs> I don't know what the orange means. You're just you're just the odd man out. So I'm just kind of like almost red. You got the I gator guess. colors. <laughs> I had a really interesting experience this week. The What's guy that, that wants to throw us in the prison camps? Yes. So Wait a minute. What? Um, I went to Princeton University, so I'm on their email alumni email list, right? And there's one called career networking and people use it for you know hey i'm looking for a job in this industry or can you connect me with to somebody at this company that kind of thing right right so somebody earlier this week posted my wife has some time in her hand she'd like to work for the trump campaign does anybody have any contacts sure now just to give some context to this somebody wrote the exact same thing except biden Mm -hmm. in july and a bunch of people responded hey great you know hey contact with connect with this person this person that wanted to work for the trump campaign creamed it, it the the, oh, the thread is still going on at 62 messages last i checked people saying do not post here about working for the trump campaign because that's evil and you should be shamed and we, you, it, don't worry you'll all be in prison camps in january i mean it's it's <sighs> really it's it, it's and people had said well you know what about what about free speech like all all they all that was was a request to make a contact. They weren't advocating for Trump. Right. They weren't, you know, they didn't say anything about Trump at all. They just asked for a contact. And then people are saying, well, no, we have a responsibility to stand up when we see evil and when we see our democracy being killed. And we, it, it's important when this is how, what's going on in America right now is how Germany fell for Hitler. Right. Right. And, and we have a, a responsibility to stop it. And we have a responsibility to stop anybody that could possibly advocate for Trump. Yeah. And it was just like, wow, because these are people post. This isn't Twitter. These are people posting under their real names, their real email well, they're addresses. They're unashamed. They're, 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 they're happy to put it out there. Smug that yeah. they are completely right and that all of their friends will agree with them. Basically makes a Princeton degree worthless. It does. I just I just ask that when, when, when people start spouting off i just ask for specifics like let's just talk in facts facts and specifics and if you can't do that if you if you if you can do nothing but sling insults and 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 name call i'm just not interested you're just you don't have any value for me as a human being and i want nothing to do with you it's just you're just a waste of my time yeah i don't know of one one specific thing they could point to they would just say he models a racist they brought up Charlottesville, of course, which is the stupidest thing ever. Mm. But, you know, he modeled that his his attitude is so racist and all of this that he inspires all of his followers to be racist and it's making America horrible. And and every single thing they can point to is something that was basically made up by the news media. Yeah. They took something he said. They take it out of context. That, yeah. There was a lot of context and, and a lot of things that have been taken out of context. And, and that's what. That's what is continues continuously used against Trump is is, is the out of context mm-hmm. stuff, more so than anything. The guy's got enough things that he said yes. that I mean that I don't I don't even need to say them. Everybody knows the things that the guy has said that that have have offended or been you know wrong or just pissed people off or there's plenty of that. We don't need to make extras up, you know. Um, I mean the Central Park Five thing. That's that's a big thing. I can't just 
Look at the timeline, folks. Read the history of how it all went down. You know, why the guy put that shit out there. It, it drives me nuts. It drives me nuts, too. <laughs> it drives me nuts. And, and I'm not, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and go, you know, Trump's Trump's a wonderful person. No. He, but he, he, is, <laughs> he is our only, he is what stands between us and what the left wants for this country. And that's, that's why, like, like I'm, I'm going to vote for Trump. I'm not afraid to say that. I don't give a shit if anybody's got a problem with that. You know where to find me. But the truth of it is, I'm voting for you Trump. You can find him on Spotify. <laughs> you can find him on <laughs> Make iTunes. Make sure you hit subscribe. <laughs> Leave Go a five-star review, please. Porchmail at porchvillepod.com. You know where to send the email. But I'm going to vote for him because I'm not going to vote for Biden. And I, you know what? There's people that I love that are, that are advocating their asses off for Joe Jorgensen. And I get it. I I understand a third party wanting that other option. I'd love 13 freaking parties. You know, the more the merrier. Let's bring them all in there. But we all know that it's going to come down Trump and Biden. to Donald Trump and Joe Biden. When came West. And one of them <laughs> and one of them is going to be president in November. Right. There's who's only it, two movies here. Be? Which one do you want? Who's it going to be? Yep. And I'm sorry. When it's I'm looking be Kanye. at Kanye. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna vote for Trump. I'm not gonna vote for a guy who doesn't know where he left his freaking keys. Can't remember his name or Forget his wife's name. Forget about his, it. Can't remember how many grandkids he has. <sighs> but does Trump don't know? Does Trump know how to drive a car? Who cares? Who cares? He's born and raised in New York. Well, I know. Well, but you just brought <laughs> up his keys. <laughs> well, I guarantee you, he knows where his house keys are. Biden doesn't drive either. No, so. he doesn't. He doesn't even know where his house is. He has somebody driving there. It's the White House. Does house. he does, does he know how to get there? I mean, <laughs> everybody's got a phone, man. Come on, he take four right turns. Uh, is he going to know where he's going? He's not even allowed to go anywhere by himself, so it doesn't matter. That's true. That's true. Um, so, what can we? I know we asked this a little bit. We touched on this a little bit earlier, but we're uh, we're about. I think we got about ten minutes, fifteen minutes, um, give or take. Uh, what, 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 where is this going? Alachua Chronicle. What's the goal? What's the hope for, for this? Long term, where do you see Alachua Chronicle in five years? I wish I knew. We, we have to get advertisers if we're going to keep going. And, what do you, and, and if we can get some income going, then we could actually hire another reporter and we could cover the school board, which is desperately needs covering. But I'm only one person. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know. It's, it's going to depend on the support we get in the community. So the advertisers... That where can they reach out to you guys? Then? So if you go to elatralchronicle.com, there's a menu. Mm-hmm. And I think it says sponsorship, right? Advertising. It says advertising? Okay, it says advertising. And if you go there, all of the information you need is there. Advertising. Like prices, yep. even the prices are there. You it don't sure is. I'm looking at it right now. Yep. It's all there. And you can um, reach out, talk to Len. He'll, he'll set you up. He'll help you. He'll help you get your graphic to the right aspect ratio or I, I'm actually starting to think about the guerrilla marketing campaign. This is great. This is great. I'm just going to start throwing up ads for companies and then calling them and say, if you want me to take this ad down so that you're not affiliated <laughs> with our website, you're going to have to give me money. And then I was thinking so of charging more. If you want to nominate your competitor for me to put them on here instead, that'll cost you extra. So is, is there, is there, that's brutal. Like, <laughs> like currently, um, I mean, is this is this like the full time job for the both of you yeah. guys? Yeah, 
So you're and then some. I mean, I literally I work all day, seven days a week. Wow. Um, I it's it's. I non-stop. had to get her a hobby. <laughs> it's nonstop. Um, I yeah, ride my bike. I mow the lawn. Uh, what same? What people tell us is that they don't want to advertise on our site because we are critical of the city commission and county commission. And those governments are known to be vindictive. Well, and any time that you go against what's the status quo in Gainesville, obviously people are going to just lump you in and say they're they're right-wing right. you know, we, newspaper. We had people accusing us of being funded by the RNC, which if you've actually seen the REC in Alachua County, it's pretty much non-existent. And then they look at our site and think half of our political ads are from Democratic candidates. Yeah, More I mean, than half. Yeah, uh, our politics at the local level doesn't matter. I mean, we pretty much all want the same thing. We want good schools. Yep. We want good roads. Right. Uh, and we want safe, right? Yeah. We want police and fire, everything. And we and, want it to be and efficient like and low cost. And yeah, that, that's not something that's political. The yeah. problem is... It's really not... I mean, right-left. It's not right-left. Yeah, right. and that the problem is that the city and county commissions are so far onto their national agenda that they just ignore those things. I mean, look at the roads in Alachua County. You can define the borders of the county just by the roads itself. I actually, uh, funny funny that you say that because um, I know I think I've actually talked about this before, but... Uh, yeah, I, we talked about that with Tim. Like, we're, there's like a certain spot. There's a line. Like a, yeah. There's a line out on the way to Gilchrist County. Sudden, everything just like yep. levels I, out. I, I yep. was camping out at Heart Springs this past weekend. That was why there was no show this last week. And... Uh, and I laugh when I hit the county line from Alachua to Gilchrist because no. it's just bumpy. You know, I mean, the things are shaking off the shelves in the in the camper, and then all of a sudden you hit the Gilchrist line, and it's just smooth as can be. Yep, smooth as glass. So the other thing people can do, you don't have to have an ad on our site. Yeah, you can set up if you just want to go. If you go, there's a on the on every single page. There's not only is there the box where you put in your email address, but yeah. there's a box that says donate support and su- support Alachua Chronicle and you can set up a monthly donation for any amount you can do it if you want to do $10 a month as if it's a newspaper what great. about one million but you know if anybody <laughs> if, we'll if, if there are people out there who think what we're doing is important so when we started this we thought that those people existed yeah that there were people that would think it was important to have a competitor to the Gainesville Sun yeah. speaking up for principles that are important to people on the right like we said we don't get into gun control unless the city and county commission are getting into it we don't get into abortion i don't think we've written a single article that uses trump's name we have, we do not mention national politicians unless yeah. unless again city and county commission if they use it in quote but we don't get into national politics but we are we stand up for good government right for non-corrupt government for rational decision making that's based on data and not emotion so because of all this if you support that we thought there would be people who financially supported that there are tons of people in this county they give a lot of money to republican candidates they won't talk to us we don't know why Why not i think they just don't know who we are but we underestimated the level of apathy I think that's in right. The, right. In the county. But, but people can certainly, you know, you don't have to put an ad on our site. If you're a business that's a, that, that, that wants a pro-business newspaper standing up for businesses, standing up for the police department, standing up for the sheriff's office, 
pushing back against the whole defund the police narrative. We had an excellent, Len wrote an excellent op-ed a couple weeks ago uh, about the police. Defund the police is that. I, if you, if we you do support a whole all other those show things, about that. you can just go in on and hit that sponsor button, you know, support us button and just send us money. You don't have to put up an ad. If you want to, we're happy to. Yeah. And, and if you do, we get 5,000 views a day. Sounds like we need to get a Porchville ad over there. I don't know. You yeah. should. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, um, we are we are about at the end. This has been uh, this is I mean two hours. It goes. We'll just have to come back quick. to the movie episode. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna that you have to go watch the Goonies, and we, then we're gonna reconvene and talk about that. AlachuaChronicle dot com. Right or Alachua Chronicle on Facebook. On Facebook, and I've been a part of that. I've seen the debates going on on there. So. Um, the, the the yeah the comment section gets pretty it, fired it up. It does. It does. It In fact, people people tell me that sometimes my articles are too mild mannered because I just say what happened. Yeah. And I said, don't worry, because my commenters, my followers, they will say what needs to be said. Is it is it just you guys right now? It's just us. Just us. Just we just almost just had an intern from UF. She lasted one day. That was it. No, I mean I met with her. I um. We, we talked about everything, and the next day she called me. She's like, I'm really sorry, but I got an editorship at the Alligator, and uh, so I don't have time to do both. Bummer. Well, we are definitely going to be in your corner and uh, following progress, and, and, and uh, you know, I hope that you guys feel anytime you want to come back and, and, and let us know what's going on, and, you know, we're happy to work together with you guys to, to keep – now you guys you know, are working. You guys sanity. are definitely working hard on on everything. And yeah. I, I think that's awesome. And we yeah. just we want to keep the sanity in 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 politics and local politics. All I can things say, have just gone a little off the rails. All I can say to local citizens is I I understand that you feel like your voice doesn't matter because you see what's going on yeah. in these commissions, but it does. Yeah. You can't, there's only one, in general, there's only one person who calls into all these meetings and speaks against what they want to do, and that's yeah. Nathan Scop. Everybody else. That guy's on top of it. He is there <laughs> for every meeting, but everybody else that calls in is like, oh, you guys are so wonderful. I just love the, please defund the police more. Please do this. Please that. Oh. And and they, they want them to do all these national things and... That, uh, hello, I'm so and so with Socialist Alternative, and you know, obviously, we know where they're going. Yeah. But I'm saying your voice does matter. They may not. The way I've heard it expressed is that if there is a commissioner that's leaning toward voting against the rest, having pub some people speaking up for that option gives them the cover to do that. If it's only leftists calling in. Everything's going to continue to go their way. We have to speak up. We have to organize. We have to run candidates. Yeah. We don't. You don't win if you don't run candidates. But but yeah. there's no elections coming up for a while. So speak up. Email. Call in. Pay attention. What please. was the thing that Poe said today that we have to do this while we have this commission? Yes, he said. So David Ariola was city commissioner. David Ariola was was whining at the end of the meeting last night because they'd gone on for like ten hours on Zoom, and he says, you know, it's really exhausting to do hours and hours on zoom and we should be more worried about the mental health of our employees and you know so i think we should we should minimize our meetings as much as we can and mayor lauren poe just said hey he said we've got a lot to do we've got a lot of goals that we want to accomplish here and we need to do it while we have this commission uh, lauren poe 
fundamental transformation of Gainesville. Yes. They're working on it hard. Alaswoodchronicle.com, ladies and gentlemen. This has been Lenifer. Len and Jen. Lenifer? Cabrera from the Alachua Chronicle. Get over there to alachuachronicle.com. Check them out. Find us, porchvillepod.com. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Hit subscribe wherever you go and uh, listen to your podcast. Make sure you leave us some love. Send us some comments. Let us know how we're doing. Make sure you get over there and take care of your mental health. And Hell all this yeah. crazy stuff that's going on, kids. I'm Nick. That's Matt. Jen, Len, it's been a pleasure. Thank you guys very much. Portugal Pod, we'll see you next time.